Hello and welcome to the Colorful Plates Podcast. I am your host as always, Stephen Medina, and this is for the week of September 24th, 2018. But I know you're not here for me. Well, except for you, mom and dad. Thanks again for listening. No, this week features winning over customers by winning over their kids, an interview on innovation with Taylor Farms, and of course, your weekly dose of produce market updates. But enough blabber from me. DJ, hit that theme music. Let's dive right into our first segment, Making the Cut with Brian Denton. Making the Cut with Brian Denton is first this week because he told me I had to, and he's my boss. And of course I wanted to, because it's obviously the best segment, and he's the best boss. And reasons. Anyway, Brian, tell us what's making the cut this week. Stephen, on the heels of our series on produce in K-12 schools, we receive some feedback from chefs that work in fast casual and fine dining establishments, essentially asking, what are some creative or trending ways to serve fruits and vegetables that that kids will enjoy? And I have three kids under the age of 12. Stephen, I know that I think that you have some youngsters at home, and, and I know from firsthand experience that this is a challenge for the home chefs as well. I have a daughter who is convinced that bananas and avocados are the work of some evil entity that is cursed her world with the the forsaken fruit, but for the most part, my kids are pretty adventurous eaters. Meal prep for children is tricky. Their palates are expanding, hence their pickiness, and they'll refuse to trust you or the kitchen that prepped a meal that does not appeal to their limited scope of flavor, texture, and nutrients. According to the Centers for Disease Control, 9 out of 10 American children still aren't eating enough vegetables and establishing good habits, it really starts at home. Once a family walks into your restaurant, you're faced with an option. Go toe-to-toe with your youngsters in developing good eating habits or serve something that satisfies the children and the parents who are footing the bill. If your restaurant serves a meal that doesn't appeal to the little ones, you can be sure that their parents won't be as apt to come back to the restaurant that made Junior mad because the mac and cheese includes a dash of Brussels sprout shavings. But on the other hand, parents appreciate it when choices include healthy options. Your chicken fingers come on a bed of rice cauliflower, uh, the meatloaf has crispy broiled broccoli beside it, and the pizza slice has some fun dipping veggie options. Here are three ideas that might help your restaurant serve healthy meals to children. First, make your plates colorful. Uh, sweet potatoes, blueberries, purple carrots, orange cauliflower, etc. Mix it up a bit. I think that that both parents and kids enjoy uh, a little bit of a different look on their plate. Second, tell a story. Connect children with where their produce is coming from or how it's grown. This is something that's good for every guest of a restaurant, but can be especially effective with kids when it comes to fun facts. Uh, like, did you know that asparagus comes out of the ground one stalk at a time, just like grass? Uh, and then third... <laughs> Covered in cheese. I, I know you were looking for something uh, a bit less obvious, but but honestly, getting kids to try something new by smothering it in something familiar might just do the trick. So making the cut, some creative ways to get produce on your menu for children. And Stephen, how do you and your wife get your kids to eat fruits and vegetables? We tell them to eat it so that daddy doesn't lose his job. That's fair. Yeah, threatening imminent poverty is a positive driver in many good habits. Let's jump into our next segment, Produce Pro Tips. I had the opportunity this week to get on the phone with Tanya Mason from Taylor Farms to talk about how and why Taylor Farms is innovating brand new products. Hey, Tanya, tell me a little bit about what Taylor Farms is doing with new products. Well, first of all, Stephen, thanks for having us on the Colorful Plates podcast today. We really appreciate it. Some of the things Taylor Farms is working on is customizable salads. So we are seeing a growing demand for healthy salads with options to customize. So operators are reevaluating their salads and 
even replacing or re-engineering sort of new offerings to move away from traditional iceberg and romaine blends to add more variety to the center of the plate. We've definitely been innovating in our kitchens to try and create new products and make it basically easier and more efficient for the chefs um, in their kitchen. And as you know, Stephen Taylor Farms is focused on creating solutions in the value-added world. And so we are seeing a need for value-added products as labor is more difficult to find and wages increase, along with the food safety aspect. We are absolutely seeing a demand for value-added products. Some of the trends we're seeing today is items uh, containing kale, arugula, radicchio, and also items that give a little bit of a pop of color. And again, I thought it was interesting that the chef that you had a couple of months back spoke about kale and everything that they're doing with it because it's still very trendy. It's a very hot item. And what we're doing with the kale is we're putting it into almost like a coleslaw mixture, but we're adding, you know, a new twist to it. So we have kale in this super kale slaw, shredded carrots, broccoli stock slaw, cauliflower pearls, and then a shredded green cabbage. It's an awesome new blend. Uh, Not only do they have tons of nutritional benefits, but they're also high in vitamin C. They, you know, aid in inflammation and also detoxification. And it's interesting because what we're finding is that customers are really aware of what they're putting into their bodies. And so they really want, there's a new focus on healthy, which is obviously driven by millennials. They want to know what's in their products, the ingredients that are being used, the components. And and it's important to them that everything is uh, free from chemicals. So obviously our products are preservative-free, they're 100% usable, zero waste, and um, all of this fits this description. I thought it was just really interesting to hear what you're doing with the information you get. So if, if chefs are needing a different blend or a better blend, it sounds like Taylor Farms is listening to their their customers and trying to find solutions that make sense for you guys on the on the grower side, but also to make life easier in the kitchens. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, you know, we're we're seeing the consumers are they're increasingly choosing foods they eat based on their own unique health needs. And so we understand the importance that health plays in developing these new products. I think just you know, what we're really trying to do is not only create solutions, but finding new ways to reinvent existing products. That's really great. Tanya, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I really appreciate your insights. And uh, it's really cool to hear what Taylor Farms has been up to as far as innovating to to meet uh, the demand of the food service world. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Stephen. We really appreciate it. Again, that was Tanya Mason with Taylor Farms, just sharing a little bit about what they're doing to innovate, to stay up on the trends of what's happening in food service. Stay tuned for an episode later this week for an in-depth, deeper conversation with Tanya, where we talk a little bit more about what we shared on the podcast today. And to bring us home, your favorite segment and mine, In the Field. In the Field this week is the havoc of Hurricane Florence. Between the billions of dollars of damages and the lives irrevocably changed by the devastation of the storm, there's a lot of question marks about getting back to normal. For farmers, Florence has no favoritism towards those who grow and sell produce. The Carolina farmland took a beating, and sweet potatoes specifically, in North Carolina, which is a major growing region, were devastated by these storms. Uh, We're also getting reports that most of the local farms hit by the hurricane are probably done for the season. Major flooding has ruined product, and trying to plant again for harvest before winter comes is highly unlikely. The subsequent rains and flooding has impacted supply of all of our products coming out of the East Coast. The good news is, is farmers are transitioning to new areas, which should help with supply and quality issues in the coming weeks. Out West, we're also hearing about new growing regions starting up and relief coming to products that have been hit with rain and temperature issues. 
We want to send you out on a high note, so it's worth mentioning the reports on apples, pears, and potatoes. We're hearing of new crop of multiple varieties in apples and pears, and that Idaho new crop potatoes are available. And that's been a look in the field. That's going to do it for the Colorful Plates podcast this week. We want to say a big thank you to everyone who made this possible. A specific shout out to Tanya Mason over at Taylor Farms for letting me grill her uh, in an interview for some reason. And Brian Denton for bringing us what made the cut this week. And make sure if you haven't, hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the loop and up to date with what's going on in the produce industry and how it matters and impacts you. And of course, check out the partner website, colorfulplates.co. A lot of the information we talk about on the podcast is available on that website. It is jam-packed with just a plethora of resources. Check it out, colorfulplates.co. All right, I am your host, Stephen Medina. This has been the Colorful Plates Podcast. Thank you, and as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh.